welcome to a Catal Christmas. Now we know each other when we're shaking hands. We wish you a merry unstoppable. We wish you a merry unstoppable. We wish you a merry unstoppable and a happy new Catal. Is this re- this is really the road you want to take me down? Yes. Put your hat back on. Okay. So. This whole episode, it's our last episode for the year, for 2023. I'd like it, for the record, stenographer, please read this back afterwards. I had nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Have I accidentally I'm bought you a un- child's un- hat? <laughs> unwilling participant <laughs> in whatever is going to happen in the give next. You, give, you, give your titties a little jangle. Do you want me to sh- shimmy? shimmy? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Okay, so 10 days till Christmas today as we're recording as this. As we're recording, but in the future in when the this future, comes out. In the future, it will be less be time until Christmas. Three days until Christmas. No, our episodes come out on Wednesdays. Four days until Christmas. Anyway, some amount of time in the future. Maths until Christmas. So this whole episode is Christmas-themed. We're wearing our Christmas finest. We're drinking eggnog. We're drinking eggity nog. Mm. It's just Coke. Damn, those are some good nogs. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yeah, what are we doing? So in the, Take me through this. I'm take, we're on a journey, we're going. So as I was researching. Paint me a word picture. Stop it interrupting me. So I wanted this whole episode to be Christmas themed, right? As you know, because you bought a segment that you wanted to do and I deleted it from the episode plan and I've gone on my whole, you have no idea what's happening. So you, I'm. That's a usual state of being. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm Googling away and I come across a very interesting website and it is called the PNC Christmas Price Index. What? I don't know what the PNC stands for. Actually, maybe I can Sounds like find a out. shadowy cabal. I think it might it's some Christmas. sort of like Wall Street. Oh, the con- so there's a consumer price index mm. which is a thing that's like works out costs of living and blah blah. So it's blah, not blah. the parents and community. I don't think so. It's not, yeah, parents and friends, the local public school. No, it's like the people that work out like cost of living increases and like if you get a pay increase for per capita, whatever's. Anyway, so this is the American version of that. The economy. <clears throat> the money. Um, Society. I'm an adult. So let me just show you the website because it's so cute. This has been running for 40 years. What? The website? <laughs> No, not the website. <laughs> they invented the internet. No. Whoa. This thing that they Take do. Take me back through that process. So what they do is. Show me again. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a clean take of that. Whoa. <laughs> so every year. I don't for, feel like I can move in this. I know. Like, it's oh, really good. Tristan, very stiff. Tristan's upset. So every year for the last 40 years, PNC, whoever they are, has calculated the prices of the 12 gifts from the classic song, The 12 Days of Christmas, to work out how much it would cost you to gift your true love all of the things that are being said in the song. Why are you making that face? Because this is the worst. Yes. They've, like, they've taken <clears throat> something that is nonsical and not fun and made it less fun. Did, what's nonsical? What's nonsical? Yeah. The 12 Days of Christmas. No. <laughs> what does that word mean? That's not a word. Nonsense with music. Nonsical. (laughs) Nonsensical? I liked mine. Okay. So. So you're going to count down and tell me how much? No. I'm just. You're just telling me about this thing. Going to tell you about it because I think it's really hilarious. How much are we costing this year? 
Well, the total amount, it's so funny because they give you two versions of the total amount for some reason. For some reason the <clears throat> price fluctuation of eight maids milking is no, uh, can, no, can that, change. No, that is the only price that doesn't change because the minimum wage in the US has not moved in 30 years or something. It's got super boring. I know, sorry. So there's the true cost of Christmas in song, which this year it's up 2.5% on last year. It would cost you. This is the worst. <laughs> I hate every part of this. $201,972.66. Woo. To buy all those presents. I mean, why anyone's buying that number of birds, I don't know. That's just a just a small house in Wisconsin. This is my favorite thing about this, though, and the whole reason I wanted to include this. They then give you a separate amount, which is significantly less, $33,000. And some Which change. Just want one of each. No. Oh. <laughs> this is called the core index brackets excluding swans. <laughs> this version of the CPI removes the most volatile gift from the index. The swans are swimming. <laughs> and I think. Why? I think. What is the reasoning? They don't give any reasoning. You came unprepared for this. Colon. No, I think it is because. Their prices, the price of an individual swan, go like fluctuates so much and is so much more expensive than the individual items because one swan this year, no, all seven swans, mm. the total package of swans, thirteen grand. No, that's one swan. Yeah, that's one, one swan. swan. Yeah, because thirty grand is without the swans, two hundred grand. Yeah, so thirteen swans. grand for a swan. I'm glad that you did simple maths for this segment. Shut up. You did nothing for this entire episode. You're barely participating in the costume. Anyway, I thought that was a cute little nug of, <laughs> of, of funny little things that are happening Yeah, on it was the great. Thank you so much for bringing that to the table. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. I want you to participate in the spirit of the season. My uh, character that I am bringing no. is very... Get out of that character. No. We're festive. We're jolly. I am very festive and no, jolly. No, you're not being jolly at all. You're being a bit of a stick in the mud, if I'm honest. <laughs> Cue music. Festive. It was fun. I've gone, I've just, I've decided that the whole theme of this podcast is going to be to ruin Christmas. In a really happy, joyful way. No, for everyone. Already done for by the... getting me into this get-up. For everyone. Uh... You're going to ruin Christmas for yeah. everyone. Yes. So you're going to be the Grinch. But I'm cute and I'm going to be jolly about it. Great. Yeah. So, like, you're not going to know. That. Yeah, I know. Okay. So the first segment, this is my favorite thing. Ten strange. Oh, are we doing Caitlin's favorite things? <laughs> no. New segment. No. I'm just really excited about this list because I love these kinds of little stories about okay. things from around the world. Because, like, Australia has no- – we've talked about this before. Australia has nothing going for it. No, We no have identity. no funny little stories. No culture. No culture. We killed our culture off. We wiped it out. We whitewashed it. And our now- culture. Your culture. Yeah. The culture of our country, Jesus. I mean. I meant of our country. I was speaking collectively for. <laughs> just, just, just keep digging up. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm done. Stop the recording. I'm out. <laughs> Bring me another nog. You have been needling me and needling me all fucking day <laughs> and I am sick of it. <sighs> Come on, let's go. 
So 10 and slightly scary Christmas traditions from around the world. Mm -hmm. And I think what Australia is really good at doing, what white Australia is really good at doing, is like looking at other cultures and being like those parts of it are shit, but we're going to co-opt Oh, yeah, I'll have a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say we do this. Do you have an example of that? No. Of that white Australia has done where they've been like, oh, yeah, I'll have that. None at all. No. Hmm. Interesting. I'm done with you. <laughs> Say yes and. <clears throat> nope. First, first rule not of improv. Petitive. Wales. The country, not the creature. Oh. Man, because I was really on track for whale culture. I'm not going to be able to say this because this is like a Welsh word, but uh-huh. the Marylwyd. Oh, yeah, the Marylwyd. No. Marylwyd. Stop it. Is a wassailing, what is going on in Wales, <laughs> is a wassailing folk custom found in South Wales, not to be confused with New South Wales. No. Which is where we are right now. A villager from the town is chosen to parade a horse's skull decorated with ribbons mounted on a pole through the streets on Christmas Eve. This is my favourite thing. A white sheep. Isn't th- is this the worst Christmas traditions or no, the best? Because this is the best. Ten strange and slightly scary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I am more into this than anything that I have ever experienced for Christmas. Okay. A white sheep drapes down the back of the horse's head and covers the person holding the skull and they just parade around. I think that they're, I think what this, I've read about the before and it, has also something to do with like they go and knock on front doors and like sing carols and they're trying to get into your house to steal your snacks and you have to do whatever at all costs keep them from entering your home. Yeah. What part of this are you you. taking for your? I don't know. I want to hear all of them. For your personal Christmas. I think the horse's skull thing may traumatise my children. So I'm going to leave this. They should harden up. Okay, I'm so off you today. I want to hear all ten, and then I think we just like oh, and then we just pick and mix. We can vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. pick and mix. It's the I'm into of horse skull. Okay, so that's Wales, Guatemala, Guatemala. Okay, no, <laughs> Guatemala, burning devils on Christmas. I think you're going to be quite into this one. In order to rid houses of bad spirits for the new year, Guatemalans do a full house cleanse in December. <laughs> I just, just a detox. Just a detox on the house. The dirt and dust from every home is gathered and each neighbourhood, it's just this little pile of dust, each neighbourhood creates a large pile. A devil statue is built and placed on top of the offending dirt and burned. <laughs> <laughs> the bad omens are said to burn up with the devil. Oh, okay. Like I get all of that. Yes. In you've got critique part. They get all the little dust from from their houses. Yeah. And everybody in the neighborhood puts the dust in a pile, and that all fine. That makes yes. sense. What burn is- the pile. Why is the does the devil need to be involved? That's my question. I'm not against it. Do, I just are you asking understand. me? Yes. No. Okay. I'm not mansplaining this to you. You could just try explaining it to me. Well, I have no idea. I don't want to, oh. like, speak for the Guatemalans. It oh. sounds like a lovely tradition and cultural, like, it sounds great. Does yep. it snow there in the winter? I don't know. How would I have 
possibly How know would I have that possibly you know? are going to ask me where I? it snows so that I could have a weather thing up? You know, reverse card. How would I have known that you were going to ask me to explain why someone put some dust under a devil? I was just asking you to hypothesize, okay? Oh, you're asking me to hypothesize? Like, oh, I'm happy to. I'll play in the space. I think we need to start from the beginning because this is the wrong energy. <laughs> Do you know what this this episode reminds me very much of? Our day to day lives. My family Christmases. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the energy I was trying to bring. If that was not the no, brief that you wanted, no, that wasn't. I just wanted us to have a good time, Travis. <laughs> this is our last recording of the year. We've somehow managed to like record twenty episodes of this fucking ridiculous podcast that makes no sense. Shenanigans and. You you haven't opened your present. Do you want me to do it now on air? I don't give a fuck what you do, to be honest. It's outside. I'm off you. <laughs> All right. The third one. We're going to South Africa. Ooh, love those guys. <clears throat> white and South Africa or real South Africa? I think white Ugh. South Africa. Okay. Lay it on me. Don't eat Santa's cookies. <laughs> Just don't even fucking think about it. Why? To keep kids from nibbling on Santa's cookies, parents tell children a story about a boy named Danny who ate all of Santa's cookies and really angered his grandmother. In her rage, she killed him, and now their ghosts haunt houses during Christmas time. Heavy. Danny! (laughs) Um, I love everything about that. Yeah. I love that grandma killed the grandson. Best, you just best Christmas ever. It's like it's Christmas Eve, your kid's really like hopped up and excited and they're like, oh, I'm just going to take you. And you're like, your you. grandmother's going to murder you. Um, Grandma's or- <laughs> My grandmother once told me a story um, about a little boy who ate all the margarine out of the margarine tub for some reason while his mother wasn't looking and he died. <laughs> and I don't know why she told me the story. And I've asked all of my cousins since to say, like I've asked them, did she ever tell you this story? And no one else has this story. And my brothers don't remember it. And she like, had her I eye just, yeah, like I was about. like, did she catch me eating margarine out Definitely of the tub? Did. And was like, well, this kid down the road fucking died. <laughs> it was very weird. Okay. Greenland. Greenland. <clears throat> Raw whale mm-hmm. and stuffed seal. Yeah. Correct. Greenland has a few unusual holiday menu are items. You, are you just reading off the article? Yes, I am. <laughs> Great. Did you just pick up on that? That's what you do when you do hobbies for men. No. Yeah, no, it is. I, I make it up. No, you I don't. Like, you read that bits. article. No. Matak is raw. Matak. <laughs> raw whale skin served with a side of blubber. Another Christmas treat is kiviak. Orc birds. Orc birds stuffed into a seal skin left to ferment for half a year. I would, I would partake. You would partake. In a bird stuffed into the skin of a seal left to rot in itself for six months. Yep. Hmm. I'm a cultural boy. If you, if we went to Iceland, would you eat that piss fish? The dirt piss fish? <laughs> dirt fish, yes. <laughs> you know, in Iceland there's that delicacy where they like there's a particular type of fish and they catch it and then they dig a hole in the ground and they put the fish in the ground and then they all pee on it and then they cover it over and then they come back a month later and then you eat it. That sounds like something they did to you as a joke. No, I haven't done it. Uh-huh. 
Anthony Bourdain did it on one of his I like. I think the lady doth protest too much. No, I didn't. They Bourdain did it on one of his like. Yeah, fish. I would definitely do it. Piss fish. Piss fish. Would you eat whale? Yeah. Yeah. Right. If, Ro- like Roland ate whale when we went to I've Iceland. I've eaten dugong. Dugong. I've eaten I feel like turtle. that's a different. That's different. In what way? I didn't. Are we? Is this ranking animals again? <laughs> We're going to ranking animals again, guys. Sweden. <laughs> this one I feel. Your your people. What? Your people. Not my people. Not my people. <laughs> I'm just going to keep guessing uh, where you're from. We don't know where we're from. Okay. <laughs> oh, Sweden. <laughs> I take this one as a personal affront, okay? And because, you will too in a moment. Okay. Burning goat. The ultimate shenanigoat. <laughs> Tell me about it. Every year, villages in the small Swedish town of Gvla. <laughs> I have no idea how to say that. Build a 40-foot straw goat. It's Wicker Man. As wicker, part, it's Wicker Goat. It's Wicker Goat as part of a Yule time tradition. Did you just say Yule? Yule. Yule. Yule time <laughs> tradition. Cool. I'm into it. Oh. <laughs> Pretty much every year since the tradition began in 1966, locals have succeeded in destroying the goat either by burning it down, which is its point, hitting it with cars. <laughs> Or almost stealing it with a helicopter. See, this is <laughs> the Swedes are doing too much. Can I stealing it with a helicopter? <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> this sounds like some rowdy boy stuff, and I'm very into it. And I don't think that we just like the Swedes are loose. I think like we do a lot of rowdy boy stuff over here. Oh, and Bogans, though. But it's like looked, it's frowned upon, mm. and it's like you, you get people over there we take like, it too far. No, but we don't. We don't organize it as a like cultural thing. It's yeah. just a, like we're we're gonna go and do some crack in the bush and steal some cars. What I'm hearing is our rowdy boys need better PR. Yes. Come to the Katow PR agency next season. We'll fuck you up. Yeah, <laughs> but make it look like it's like good. you're doing good. This episode is nothing. <laughs> just nothing. Okay, so I wish we were actually drinking. That would be better. We could be. Okay. I have to drive home. Norway, hide your brooms. Hide your brooms. Hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband. Okay. Norwegians must put away their brooms on Christmas Eve. Legend has it that evil witches may come and steal them away if they are left out. (laughs) Deeply superstitious people, the Norwegians. Very unserious people. Don't bring that up. Oh, you're going to like this one. Yeah. Iceland. Oh, yeah. Fear the Yule Cat. (laughs) <laughs> I do. That's your real laugh. That's your real laugh. When you find something really funny, that's how you laugh. Children who don't receive new clothes by Christmas Eve will be devoured by a myth- <laughs> mythical monster from Icelandic folklore known as the Yule Cat. What is a Yule Cat? It's a large and angry feline. Did you just, r- what is a Yule Cat? I hear you ask. <laughs> yeah, I did, but it's that's what it says in right. the article that I'm reading from. Does it say I hear you ask? No, it just says what is a Yule Cat? And really I added bring some in, flair. Bring in fire to this article. Re- an article reading by Caitlin Casey. It's Smith. really badly written. It's Fox News, so no surprises. A large and angry, angry feline rumoured to lurk in the snow. Fine. The strange tradition comes from farmers who use the myth as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. This is so boring. The ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing and thus would be preyed upon by the monstrous cat. Nothing! Nothing! And thus would be preyed upon by the monstrous cat. 
love everything about Monstrous Cat, hate all the rest. I don't understand what, like, the children who don't receive new clothes, like, that's not up to the children. Where are they getting this? This is on the parents. Why are the children being devoured if their parents haven't bought them new clothes? What's, what's wrong with their old clothes? This is trying to teach parents to be good parents. Ukraine, a spooky tree. Spooky tree. If you find yourself in Ukraine around the holidays, you may be wondering, is it Christmas or Halloween? I have often found myself wondering that when I'm in the Ukraine. Trees here are decorated with artificial spider webs and decorative spiders. The unusual tradition is a nod to a tale where a mythical spider wove a web around the plain tree of a poor family. When morning came, the white strands turned into precious metals and the family was rich. The webs today symbolise oh. prosperity for the new year. Oh, Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine. You guys you guys have got the wrong end of the stick about spiders. Yeah, that's not how they work. <clears throat> okay, Italy. What if it was how they work, though? Imagine. Imagine. We my, would, Australia would be rich. My yes. house, the outside of my house, I would be like. I had. I'm Gina Reinhardt. A, uh, I had a real estate inspection of a month or so ago, oh, and they're you like, didn't "Tell me, you could, you could clean the outside <laughs> if you could clean up the cobwebs outside." I was like, "I'm not doing that. <laughs> that's that's owner's job." Yeah, like, that's not my job. <laughs> I, th- I also think it is your job, though. Shouldn't be. Oh. I'm paying rent. Okay. I don't want to get into that. Italy. Italy. Buon Natale. Okay. I think that's happy birthday, actually. It's all right. We'll, anyway. um, we'll fix that in post, I guess. Don't fear the Christmas witch. I don't? I do. Italians aren't looking for a jolly old man in a red suit on Christmas Eve. Instead, they look out for Bafana a friendly witch that brings toys and candy to all good children. What's Wait, sorry, happening? you don't fear the Christmas witch because she brings you Yeah, stuff. you don't need to fear her because she's a friendly witch. You really buried the lead on that one. Okay. And to round it out, we have a tradition from the bastion of all that is good and civil and wholesome and family values and Christian Transylvania. Nazis. The America. America. Oh. The United States of America. Did you say Nazi? Yeah. I was being sarcastic. Oh. Because <clears throat> it's drunk Santas. Oh, cool. While holiday cheer and holiday spirits traditionally go hand in hand, some take festive to a new level with the annual tradition of SantaCon. This sounds fine so far. Where does the drunk people come in? <laughs> people from bar. all over the world flock to New York City. <sighs> Decked out in head-to-toe Christmas garb, dressed as elves, Santa, and snowmen, and participate in a citywide bar crawl. <laughs> this is not. It starts at eight a.m. <laughs> this is not anything. What is like happening? this? Why has this been included as number one? Because it was. It's written by an American yeah, news outlet, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they were like, "This is number I'm one. I'm going to critique this, this article. This oh, this is, is not in you... order. <sighs> what? I never said it was in order. I assumed. Well, that's on you. Yes. Okay. But also you need to take part responsibility. Uh, yeah, that is nothing. <clears throat> that is just Agree. some people. But I think if we were think. going to get a tradition to take off in Australia, that would it's be the one. It's not that one. Oh. Don't want to do I that. don't want that one, but I feel like that's the one we would get on board Yeah, with. but we need to play for horse head. No, horse I'm not skull. into horse skull. Or I could get behind the goat. giant cat. I think we could do Chanel, we could we could make the goat thing mm. part of Katow and it could be the ultimate festival of shenanigoat. What do you think 
let me let me come at you with this bit of fire. Mm-hmm. Why are you wearing your hat like that? Cat towel. Cat towel. No. Adopt a goat. Oh. Katow and Katow fans co-adopt a goat. One single goat? For now. Oh, we could do goat pardoning. Like, you know how the, the president, like, pardons a turkey every Thanksgiving? We could I'm pardon not, the goats. I'm not pardoning those. They know what they did. The goats. <laughs> okay. I'm going to – I just scrolled to a random part of the article and it was just whale meat and I'm going to scroll past that. Um I know. I like the burning of an effigy. I think that's quite fun. <laughs> so I think that, like, the big yeah. goat burning is fun. I think, though, that Australia, different communities in Australia have tried to get effigy burning off the ground. Do you mean, like, the alt-right protesters? No. <laughs> right, no, okay. It's interesting that you keep going there. No, because that's <laughs> when I think burning effigies, I think about how they, like, tried to burn effigies of Dan Andrews during the COVID <laughs> And it was like my, we should make that a, guy, tradition, a yearly tradition. <laughs> Burning Dan Andrews. Burning Dan Andrews. <laughs> now, effigies. He, you have to put the effigies <laughs> on the end, otherwise it sounds like you're nobody about clip fire that. bombing. Someone's someone's <laughs> gonna clip that. Mm. Travis is telling everyone to burn Dan Andrews. Mm. Effigies. I do think that that as a like a fun kind of we everyone we always make an effigy of the Prime Minister and burn them. Like it's like leadership, smeadership. <laughs> I think the goat bit is more fun mm-hmm. and probably easier what have you to got get. against goats? Nothing. I love them. It's a celebration. The a celebration of goats. hot, fiery goats. <laughs> We're not going to eat. Like it's not a real goat. It's a wicker goat. Have you ever eaten goat? Yeah. I was quite poor in my 20s. I'm quite poor now. Goat's cheap and you can buy a lot of it in one go. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. I lived on goat for Two what? Many Sorry, what? <laughs> this is what? We, this is a whole episode. Let's 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 table this. We don't need to speak about this now. I have picked these particular segments for you because you are a noted humbug, a well-known, <laughs> reputed, reputable repu- humbug. Reputable humbug. Bah. Exactly. What's that guy's name? Ebenezer Scrooge. That's who you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, thank so you. So I thought the way I'm going to get him into the Christmas spirit. A hero, an anti-hero. Yeah, only when he comes around at Antagonist the end. Antagonist that like, becomes the protagonist. Yeah, is that what's going to happen in this episode? Are you going to suddenly become nice? I could try. Okay, well, please do. I could have character development. Should I get some ghosts I'm a here? three-dimensional boy. You are not. <laughs> you are at best a sock puppet. Okay, <laughs> so the, I thought the best way to get you into Christmas and to get festive in this episode was to like you're trying to make me grow as a make person. it dark for okay, you. Yeah, yeah, so we did you. the shit creepy ones and now we're doing the, the creepy shit ones. the surprisingly bizarre origins okay of christmas traditions mm-hmm. are you familiar with the song good I, king wenceslas <laughs> why would i good good, oh, good king, king sorry wait 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 on the feast of Stephen. good king wensley slice <laughs> Wenceslas. 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 That's not a thing. Yes, it is. Good King Wenceslas. I just sang it to you. Good King Wenceslas. Wenceslas. <laughs> it's a made-up word. <laughs> just, that's just Hallmark inventing things. They're just like, just this sounds- up Boy 69 all over <laughs> This sounds fun. <laughs> Wenceslas. <laughs> you let me read I will not let you finish. <laughs> 
stupid. Good King Wetzler's last. No, don't you know the song? Do you know the song? I Didn't you do kids on keyboards when you were in primary school? <laughs> no. What is that? Kids on keyboards. It was like a kids thing. on keyboards. <laughs> no, it was like a thing. They came. That to sounds school. like the widest fucking thing. I've <laughs> they ever came heard. to your primary school and they taught you how to play like hot cross buns on keyboard. And one of the songs. Was- <laughs> <laughs> no, and no. One, one of the songs. I grew up in the country. Yeah, they didn't have resources. <laughs> Thanks. Also, Sooty does quite a good <laughs> rendition of. Please tell me you know who Sooty is. I do not. Oh my god, that's a whole podcast episode. You don't know who Sooty is? The puppet. <laughs> don't just, that's that's not sign language for puppet. <laughs> that's sort of what he looks like, but he has like a little head. No. Okay. What? We're gonna have to take this offline. This is no, we don't. <laughs> Teach me about this cultural touchstone. <laughs> Sooty. Sooty. He was a puppet. And I don't know who Sookie from True Blood is. No, it's a totally she different She can read thing. minds. It's a, it's a kid's show, Sooty. This guy. Why the, would I know what this 70s. is? I don't know. I knew what it was. I was a kid. This is Sooty. I feel like what is happening He's here mute. is that. <laughs> he can't speak. Is that, are you hinting at something that you would prefer to be happening right now? Watching Sooty? No, that you want me to be quiet. Yes. No. This is Sweep. He talks like this. <laughs> okay, what I think is happening And this is, is Sue. That- she can speak. <laughs> Sue can speak. <laughs> Sue can speak. I think that you're having a like, oh, everyone had the same experience as me in my childhood and has the same cultural touchstones, but yep. I have no idea about what kids on keyboard or Sooty is. I know, it's weird. But if I- What is the connection between Sooty and kids on keyboard? Good King Wenceslas, which brings us back to- Good King, King Wenceslas. So the song goes like this. I only know like the first little bit, but it goes, Good King Wenceslas on the feast of Stephen, which is Boxing Day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. knew that was going to come up. When the snow feast of Stephen is Boxing about, Day. Clean and crisp and even. <laughs> anyway, that's how it goes. So anyway, it's an it's a song. It's like a Christmas song. I, I've heard the tune. Yeah, great. Like I, I know the tune. I know. Cool. I'm so glad we spent so much Wenceslas. time on that. Lass. Good King Wenceslas was a real person who was stabbed and dismembered. <laughs> <laughs> Buried the lead. Not the greatest king, apparently. That's Some why he was good king, like not him. not great best king. king, not great king, just good, decent king. Apparently, the song, and I didn't know this, is uh, about a kind king who helps a poor woman. Why did he get dismembered and murdered in that order? So Wenceslas the first was the Duke of Bohemia. (laughs) (laughs) He was born in 907 CE, AD, CE. What's CE stand for? Common Era. It's the, no, it's the a-religious version of Anno Domini. Yeah, but based off the same years. We should just get new years. (laughs) Fuck those years. After the death of his father, Ratislaus the Third. The first. <laughs> Wenceslaus. <laughs> Ratislaus. Wenceslaus. Wenceslaus, son of Ratislaus. Was raised by his mother. Freedom. Drahomira, who was the daughter of a pagan tribal chief. Love the pagans. Love the pagans. Love those guys. In September 935, Wenceslas was murdered <laughs> on his brother's orders. He was stabbed repeatedly with a lance (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, the Lance leaves a big hole. Yeah, it does. While praying, and then he was later dismembered in front of a church. Why they made such a cheerful Christmas carol about him, I am not sure, because he had just a bad time. I think it was like there's a lot of cheerful songs made about bad things, sh- yeah. shit things that happen. Heartbreak. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, emo. <laughs> I was thinking about like Ring a Ring a Rosie. Like, oh, yeah, that's quite a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to explain Pretty that great to my song. kids the other day. Great track. I was like, so there's this thing called the plague. <laughs> they were like, mm. yeah, that sounds made up. We just <laughs> lived through one, kids. <laughs> yeah, God. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. How do you feel about carolers? I feel like they're not really a thing here, but I see them in, in oh. pop culture. You don't think carolers? Oh, like, I they mean, don't, they are, like carols in the domain up. or something. Yeah, they're yeah, not coming they're not in house. Up to yeah. people's houses. A uh, town near by me has carols on the grass because, you know, it's in a bunch of these farms. Mm. I'm not that's going. the whole story? That's the story. I've been driving past this sign for carols on the grass for the last mm. few weeks when I come down to Where, Sydney. There's a carols, open air carols around the corner Ooh, from my house happening on Saturday. Are you Saturday. going? Thinking about it. All right. Really getting into the spirit of community down there in uh, the Shire. <clears throat> yeah, I think I will think about it and come to the conclusion that I don't want to do it. Mm. Yeah. Fair. Anyway. That's all. I don't have any follow-up questions. Carolers. Yes. So carolers, you think like, oh, they're these sweet little guys and they like you knock on the door and they knock on your door and you open the door and they're like, oh. I'm all about that acapella groups. But did you know that there was a period of time where the carolers were considered a menace to society? Bet you didn't. Like gangsters? In the 1700s, they would sometimes break down doors and demand food and drink. <laughs> Just give us all for singing, or are they like breaking <clears throat> down. It was. It used to be considered a controversial and potentially dangerous practice to be the caroler or to let a caroler into your life. The <laughs> people I am caroler. worried about are the yes. people that have married carolers and have let them into their home and into their hearts. Is it a marriage, or is it just that guy won the caroling and now he gets all the drinks he wants and women? Because that's what carolers get. They get the women. Um, I only assume, yes. So, yeah, they would just um, turn up at your house. They would bang on the door. They would sing, like, a little bit of carol and uh, demand to be given the finest food and drink, which sounds like, oh, those rowdy boys. Goes on to say they would sometimes threaten violence and rape, destroy property and sing songs with lyrics such as, we've come here to claim our right and if you don't open up your door, we'll lay it flat upon the floor. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to make jokes, but now I can't. Things are because of the rape thing. Yeah. yeah. That's always hard. That's a hard follow-up. Let me sing you this song. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we've come here to claim our right and if you don't open up the door, we'll lay it flat upon the floor. They were just so polite. Like they're hooligans. That sing. Now it'd it's be real, like, hey, we're here uh, for your fucking Doritos, bitch. <laughs> Give them to us. <laughs> It's a real, um, it's real nonsical again. <laughs> okay. Oh. Apparently a minister. That one didn't hit, that one hit so hard this No, time. it didn't. Didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, there was some politician who uh, tried to cancel Christmas because of these sort of raging carolers. Real man after my own heart. Yeah, he complained that uh, Christmas and caroling drove people to rioting, chambering, fornication and wantonness. Some of that good Christmas fornication. Yep. What is wantonness? Like, just. Yeah. Yeah, well, come on. I can't just, I'm not going to explain it properly. Mansplain wantonness to me. 
Oh, no, it's Men just look like Googled wanton. Wantonness. And it Wanton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Explain, explain wantonness to me. It's like just, you know, like doing stuff without thought, like <laughs> recklessness, wanton, sheer wanton vandalism. Basically oh, deliberate the, the and way, unprovoked. The way that we started this podcast. Correct. Oh, a sexually unrestrained woman. Whoa. <laughs> Hello. Okay. So, yeah, caroling, not so sweet, eh? What Christmas traditions are you doing at your house this year? Oh, <clears throat> none. <laughs> wow, we don't really have any. Like, why not? Pretty standard. I mean, we're doing Elf on the Shelf for the first oh, time this year, which I fucking hate. Why? Because uh, my what is that elf's name? You name them. Our elf's name is Trixie. Monty named him. Yeah, yeah. Her. Her. Um, Monty, be better. Work harder. <laughs> And smarter. Be less five. Um, well, no, because the kids' daycare had a sh- an elf. And then Monty came home and was like, I know you're going to say no, but I really want an elf. And she, like, wore me down. And so I have made the compromise you that. You should have a parenting podcast. <laughs> a child wore me down. You don't even know how persuasive and annoying they can be. I've taught Hobgoblin to give me kisses. Oh, okay. On the cheek. Well, that's very sweet. Parenting. Fuck off. <laughs> No, uh, so my my parameters were that the elf is not getting any into any hijinks. <laughs> what? Because I'm supposed, to, hide, you're supposed yeah, to hide. Like, the elf. he's meant to like do mischief while you're asleep and like move around and like get into things. See, I'm into this, but I don't like the like commercialization of it. I love a little. My problem with it is is two things. One, that is a huge amount of mental load on parents at a time when you're already fucking stretched thin. Oh, the ableism of the elf in the shelf. No, it's just like it's another fucking thing to another remember. Thing like to the number of times I've been lying in bed, pr- it's 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm like, shit, I didn't move the elf. I have to get up. <laughs> i got to go do some pranks. Or like I have to. No, he's not doing any pranks, but we move him to a different place in the house every night and it's the worst because we never remember. <laughs> and one of us will be like, oh, I didn't move the elf. Oh, move the elf. Like it's I want to move. Terrible. I love this. No, terrible. I will come to your house every night and move this fucking elf. Give my, me your keys. <laughs> my bigger problem. Give me a set of keys <laughs> so I can do the elf. <laughs> my bigger problem with it is that the whole premise of Elf on the Shelf is that they like the elf reports back to Santa every day if the kids are naughty. Oh, that sucks. And I hate it because, firstly, it teaches kids that like you're o- you only get Christmas presents if you're good, right? Which is like Which I guess. Which is true. It's no, it's like, but if you're, if you're good in December, like, and what, it just erases the whole rest of the year. No, I want you to be good all the fucking time. Okay. Not just in December. Oh, you've got really controlly in here. No, I, no. <laughs> be um, good all of the time. But it's this whole shame thing no of fun. like, only be good because you think you're going to get into trouble. Yeah. Like, as opposed to be good because it's the, you are a good person. Yeah, and this you is be the good. capitalist hellscape that we're living yeah, in. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I don't like the reporting back. So I we said. We do communism Christmas. <laughs> Anyway, I said we could have an elf. We have an elf. They're not doing pranks and they're not reporting back. They just flit around and make sure everyone's happy. Wow, cool. Time. Yeah, all right. Really going 70% of the way. What are you doing for Christmas? We Travis? bought our first tree this year. Wow, that's so nice. And I decorated it. Yeah, wow. I imagine that was a really enjoyable experience for everybody involved. <laughs> Mainly Jade. I didn't allow her to help. I am aware. Because I curated our <clears> Christmas <throat> tree. Do you want? Do you? Is there a question you would like me to ask you so that no. we may talk about did your you tree? Want, did you have no? I've, no, it looks really nice. Um, we got a tree skirt. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what theme did you go for? Disney and red. So we have I've got red is not a theme. I've red got is a ten color. red baubles. Okay, large baubles, and then sure. Disney decorations. Mm-hmm. That's all. Did you put very minimalist tree design? Right. What's on the top of the tree? Uh, Tinkerbell. Cute. With a star. Did you put the decorations that I bought you on the tree, or did they not fit in theme? They didn't fit in theme. They are across the other side of the room on the bin. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) You could be so lucky. (laughs) That my gift to you would go in the bin. (laughs) No, it's uh, next to the television. Mott hung his on his front door because that's how special I am. He's a sucker. You're a sucker. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any, like, growing up family traditions? We are like, I mean, I love my family, but we are. <laughs> okay, that didn't need to be prefaced with that. That's yeah. not, no. I mean, I love my family, but fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck Christmas with my family. We're fucking done, Sue. I love my family, but we are. Stephen. About as representative of like middle class, white, no culture people. So we don't have traditions. Like. Okay. What's your favourite family Christmas memory growing up? Dig deep. My brother maintains that he caught Santa once. (laughs) My sister maintains that her and dad saw like a a red shooting star on Christmas Eve. What's happening? Our producer and our editor just high-fived outside. Oh, fuck those guys. Show's over. You guys are fired. Roll credits. Get out of here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for listening. Jingle, 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 jingle. Jingle your tits. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) New Christmas tradition. Jingle tits. Bells on boobs. Travis and Caitlin are Unstoppable is a weekly podcast no longer independently produced by Travis DeVries and Caitlin K. Smith. Codependent podcast. You can follow us on all the cool social media at our handle, Unstoppable Pod. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email hello at unstoppablepod.com or you can put a message in a sack and give it to an old white man with a big beard and he will maybe get it to us once day a year. That was a Christmas theme. (laughs) Huge thanks to both of us for the use of our theme song, Travis and Caitlin are Unstoppable, and to Aves for their track, Funny Thing About Love. Huge big thanks to Tristan Field for editing, Mott Reed for video support, and Awesome Black and DM Podcasts for production support. And a special thank you to George Coles for... Who's our new producer? No, she just got fired. (laughs) We can give you life and we can take it away. Take it away. We can't. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening. Super toxic. Unless you're listening from the North Pole, in which case you could, like, write a review on a little card and tie a little bit of ribbon around it and, and maybe stick really a candy cool cane on it. Because then, the, like, that'll show up on our analytics and that's cool. Oh, no. Sure. I'll have a look and I'll be like, wow, someone at the North Pole. Hit the bell or follow icon to make sure you get notified when we drop a new episode. Travis. Yes? What's jingling your tits this week? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> What's that? That was really, really, that was really forward of you, lady. 
You're literally wearing bells on your boobs. You bought these for me. Yeah, because you're a slutty little guy who likes to jangle. <laughs> Travis, what's Marianne stopping you this week? Um, trying to plan the menu for my family Christmas. Gross. And I've got nothing. Browns. What did you say? Browns. <laughs> never podcasting again. <laughs> I wanted to be the one to storm off. I'm the upset one. I'm done. Thank <laughs> you.